Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the All That Is Empath podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that's very important right now, and that's holiday depression, because this is very real. 38% of people feel their stress levels increase over the holiday season, which we are very closely approaching. And since stress leads to very negative outcomes like anxiety, substance abuse, depression, and even physical illness, it's obviously something that we need to talk about and we need to find ways to reduce stress during the season. And of course, that's just for those who don't already suffer from some type of mental illness. The National Alliance on Mental Illness says that 64% of those living with mental illness report their condition getting worse around the holidays. And there are a number of reasons why this occurs. About 6% of the population is affected by seasonal affective disorder, which is clinical depression, but it only appears in late fall and typically lasts until about early spring. And other times, an individual is faced with memories of a lost loved one, and going through the holidays without this loved one is, of course, extremely difficult. The holidays can even simply cause additional depression to those already in a depressed state by simply witnessing all the cheer around them, their family, their friends, on TV, social media, everywhere they turn, there's this holiday cheer and they start to feel even worse that they can't feel that. They can't join in on that. And they start having thoughts like, I'm so broken. What the hell is wrong with me? And it makes them even more depressed. And of course, this doesn't mean you need to dim your light to make them feel better. No, of course not. But there are ways that you can help them. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. There's also a more generalized stress that can increase depression and anxiety in a lot of people uh, due to increased responsibilities like planning Christmas parties, buying gifts, wrapping gifts, etc. And of course, financial stress becomes a factor because even those of us who can't afford gift giving feel compelled to purchase gifts for their friends and family and they use credit that they can't afford and maybe even their savings to fulfill this obligation that they feel to buy gifts. And one of the biggest sources of additional depression during the holidays is loneliness. When we don't have someone special to share the holidays with, it brings the obvious aloneness into the forefront, and then we feel it even more than usual. And finally, with the pandemic crisis we've been experiencing for a few years now, there can be disappointment over not being able to spend time with family and friends or feelings of isolation and worry. So as you can see, there are numerous valid reasons why people become more depressed over the holidays, and you're either in one of two categories. Either you're the individual feeling the depression, or you're a friend or family member of someone who will experience depression over this holiday. And I want to address both categories, so let's start with the latter. If you have a friend or family member with a mental illness, including chronic depression or an anxiety disorder, please be sure to check in with them regularly. Not only can this help break up the loneliness that they could be feeling, but it can also help you catch a deep depression before it falls into something 
horrible, like a, a suicidal type of situation, which you obviously don't want, right? And you don't need to do or say anything fancy. Just call and check in with them. Ask them how they're feeling, what their plans for the holidays are. And if you find out they don't have any plans, consider inviting them for Christmas dinner so they can feel cared for and less lonely. And I know sometimes, you know, you, you feel, you know, I want to enjoy my holiday. I don't want to face this depression, you know, and the, the, the down feelings and they're just going to bring everybody down. No, trust me, that's not, you know, they're, they're suffering. They're going through something and you can be there for them. You don't have to let them affect you. And like I said, you don't have to dim your light. You can still be cheerful and happy and let them just experience it. And they will feel better. And even if they, they may turn it down because they may feel incapable of dealing with all that cheer if they're very, very down. But even if they turn you down, they're going to be so appreciative that you cared enough to ask. So while you're talking to this friend, one more thing, please don't try to give any cheer up type of advice. I've experienced this many times myself. And, you know, you always mean well, um, but it's very frustrating for a depressed person to be told, oh, just cheer up or things could be worse. And it's, it kind of trivializes your feelings. And even though it might be true that you can choose to find happiness, it is easier said than done, and it's not something that you're going to be able to fix for them before the holidays. So simply listen to them if they want to talk about their feelings and, and try to listen with sympathy. Even if you can't understand how they're feeling, you can definitely sympathize with them, which will, again, make them feel cared for and less lonely. So if you're instead an individual suffering from holiday depression, I do have numerous suggestions for you, some of which are part of my 21-day spiritual transformation program, but I'll just talk about some basic things here since time is limited. So first, I have to state that if you are in a severely depressive state or you have suicidal ideations of any sort, please get help from a professional. You can even find help online now through various organizations like BetterHelp.com or Talkspace. Many organizations even offer free services. So just Google online mental health and see everything that's available. Okay, now what type of self-care can you do to help you cope with the holiday blues? My first recommendation is meditation. There are so many benefits from meditation. It, it's almost unbelievable. It, it's, it's like magic to me. And you can find numerous guided meditations on YouTube. If you're not very familiar with doing meditation, just go to YouTube and you can find all kinds of guided meditations that can help you deal with depression, stress, anxiety, even specific types of depression or specific types of stress. And you can also, if you want, just meditate by yourself quietly. Um, while you sit quietly with your eyes closed, try to visualize yourself at another point in your life when you were happy, visualize that and then put yourself back into that experience. Feel the happiness that you felt back then. Remember it. Think of a time you were laughing and then laugh out loud with that visualization in your mind. You know, it's sometimes hard to hear when you're depressed. 
but you truly can choose your emotions. It's not easy to do, and it does take practice, but why not start practicing now? When you feel as if you're taking steps to eliminate your depression, that can give you a huge feeling of accomplishment that may actually make you feel better.
But, you know, it's your choice. You have to make the choice to want to feel better. And trust me, I've been there where you feel so down that you don't even, you can't even be bothered to try to feel better. But that, again, is an emotional state, right? And we can choose to be in a more empowered state. In some ways, it goes along with that saying, fake it till you make it. Did you know that if you just sit and smile for no reason, maybe force yourself to laugh a few times, no matter how fake it is, this behavior sends signals to your brain that you must be happy and or having fun. And then your brain thinks, oh, they're having fun. They're happy. Let me trigger those emotions that correlate to that state. And then suddenly your brain starts releasing chemicals that really do make you feel happy. And it may not be a cure for your depression, but it can definitely ease your pain in the moment, which if you're really suffering from depression, you know that that can be a godsend. I have a lot of other techniques to help you out if you're suffering from depression, and I really would love to help you. I spent 30 years living with chronic depression, and I'm finally on the other side of it. I know what you're going through, but I can't help you if you don't reach out. So please reach out to us on Facebook or visit us at embattledempaths.com to learn more about our 21-day spiritual transformation. It will empower you to transform your life. And I don't say that lightly. We have so many different things in this program that come from the, the, the best little golden nuggets from all kinds of areas of discipline like NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, shamanism. Uh, there's just so much in here. And of course, meditation. And, you know, you have to be truly ready to let go of your depression. Nothing is going to help you until you're ready. So if you're not ready, that's okay. I'll be here when you are. So thanks for joining me for today's podcast. I truly appreciate you listening. I really hope you'll tell your friends about us so we can help even more people. And next week, I have a special treat for you. We'll be interviewing an amazing individual, Tabitha Craig, who is a sexual assault survivor, author, alchemist, and coach, helping others heal from sexual assault trauma. So be sure to join me again next week. See you then, guys. Bye.